Hold up. Three, two, one. Three, two, two. one. Start. All right. All right. Welcome back. Uh, we're doing a show today. Uh, this is the Chicago Sports Opinions with regular guys. Again, Mike, Ralph, Frank at the end over there. Uh, you know, we're going to have some interesting topics to talk about today. Uh, main one that I am going to focus on, and I will speak last um, on it because I have my own unique uh, opinion about what happened here. Not everyone's going to agree with it, but uh, it's just, you know, just the way things are, the way I see things. Um, so we're going to kick it off with uh, Brian Flores uh, today. Uh, Brian Flores, as you know, um, he's all over the news right now because he's trying to sue the NFL because of the fact that uh, he didn't get a job. That's the way I see it. Um, I do understand how everything is right now in the NFL, and I do understand the lack of uh, black uh, coaches and so on. And I'm going to circle back around to that once I get everyone else's opinions and uh, thoughts on it. Now, uh, we will be talking about the, the Bulls also once we're done. Um, and there will be some bear talk about new acquisitions, you know, all the coaches we seem to be getting from uh, Indianapolis, you know, and uh, some of the new additions that we have for defense. So, kicking it off, well, Ralph, you want to... Okay, going on about the Brian Flores uh, court case, to me personally, um, it's more than just about getting a position as a head coach or anything like that. It's just having the opportunity uh, as a fair chance of being a head coach, but also other opportunities being other uh, positions of leadership within the organization, general manager, vice president, um, assistant coaches, you name it, and stuff like that. That's what it's all about, is getting that equal opportunity to, because the NFL is primarily black, and so it's just sometimes it'd be a little bit more relatable if some of the leaders were black as well. But at the same time, I understand that you can't tell somebody who owns a company who or what they need to do with the company. So I've, I also believe that if your talents are good, it'll just show and it'll shine, and you'll just be picked amongst the, the others. What do you guys say about that, Frank? Well, I mean, I'm not going to uh, slightly disagree with you a little bit on that. I mean, That's why these owners, opinions. 32 or 31 white owners and one minority owner, that being the Jacksonville, um, and one black head coach, you know, how many black right GMs? Now. Just the one the Bears hired? Yeah. Only one GM. Okay. But they had one in now, Baltimore for a long time. Now, that's a problem. Um, I agree because, with Because, and then, you know, it, when you, you, I mean, the majority of the league is black. That's what I said. But you got all these white men coaching them. You know, I find it, I, I find it a problem with that. And then on top of it, um, I don't, I feel that the black coaches do not, they don't get a, a necessarily a fair shake. Because they're, they're, they're quick to get fired, get any white coaches, you know, right away. And um, with all this is going on, and then, and then, you know, and then the big problem is, uh, if this is true, the, the, um, the Dolphins uh, owner paying, trying to pay uh, uh, Flores to lose games, $100,000 to lose a game. Then you, have, then you have the old former Browns coach saying that he, something similar, not exactly what's going on too. I mean, I mean, we where, all know. Where, where, where are the? Where, I want to hear some of these white coaches come out. These former ex-white coaches come out and say the same thing. That's not going to happen because they don't get paid off. You know, so I believe, I do believe, there's some truth to it. And to be honest with you, but the problem is, it's not. There's nothing that the, the league can do. Goodell can't do anything about it because he works for the owners. That's right. The only way, and we can sit there and talk about this, it's blue in the face. These these are these are white billionaires who own these teams. You know, they can hire whoever they want. They make the decisions on how the league is going to go. That's just how it is. Now, the way to make them change their mind and make some change is simple. Don't watch the game. 
Don't go to the game. The networks stop playing the game, stop showing the games. They're not going to do that because it's a billion dollar industry. But if they were to do that and you start, you start these, these owners start losing billions of dollars, they'll change their tune. But until then, that's not going to happen. And so I, I feel this is going to be a continuing issue. You know, you might see black coach here, black coach there. Are we ever going to see a, 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 a black owner? Hopefully in our lifetime. You know, we never, we never thought we'd see a black president, but we did. We never thought the Cubs would win the World Series. We did. Sure did. So I think it is possible, you know, if, if one of these owners end up being proof that they were paying black coaches to lose games where they can fire him, where he cannot get head, where he cannot get a head coach again anywhere else, you know, because let's be honest, teams don't hire losers as their head coach. So, you know, you have to win to succeed and stay in the league. You don't win, you don't stay in the league. And so when you sit there and you say, hey, I'm going to pay you this amount to tank games, you know, so you have a losing record. Oh, I'll give you 100000 but that's what it's going to mess up your stats. It's going to mess up your record as a head coach. You know, it show, shows that you're a losing coach and you get fired because that, that owner's going to fire you with snap of the finger. If and then no one's going to pick you up. No one's going to pick you up. And your career is basically over. If you really think about it, how many coaches who were African-American had a second chance as being head coaches? Do you know of Lovey Smith? Uh, Dunge, uh, Tony Dungy Tony did. Um, I know he did. Uh, remember that coach from um, Philadelphia for the years, Ray Rhodes? Ray mm-hmm. Rhodes. But guess but what? Then, remember, do you remember? How long ago do you was. Yeah, yeah. Well, it happened. One thing about that, though, we think about this. Remember when I believe the Eagles had fired him? Packers picked him up yep. when they let go of Mike Holgram. Yeah. Or when Mike Holgram left, he quit. Mm-hmm. When they hired Ray Rhodes, they gave him one year. And they fired his you-know-what. Yeah. They fired him immediately. And so that's... They, 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 haven't, they haven't done that with any other coaches since then. And that's what the Flores case is about. Mm-hmm. It's not really necessary just all about these other things. It's just about being able to have the opportunity to be... I'll put it this way. If Matt LaFleur, for the Packers coach, if he went 4-12 and or 4-13 and his first year, mm-hmm. you think the Packers would fire him right away? Probably not. No, and then uh, let's not forget, Ray Rhodes had Brent Favre as his quarterback in the prime of his career. Yeah. Okay, and they fired him one year. He had a bad year. They fired him that first year. They didn't do that with Holgram. They didn't do that with uh, whoever was who replaced uh, Rhodes. I forgot his name. And then uh, uh, um, uh, uh, the coach for Dallas, you know, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't fire him after his first year. And Matt Lafleur. They didn't. If he would have went four and twelve or four and thirteen, they wouldn't have fired him in his first year, you know. Right. So, I mean, even the Bears gave Lovey Smith one year. His first year, he didn't. He didn't. Uh, they didn't do much. I think he didn't make the playoffs his first year. He had a bad losing record. They didn't fire him, right. you know. So I do believe that there's a yeah, there's a quick trigger finger when it comes to black coaches in the NFL when they play. If they have a bad year, they 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 can them. You know, and that's what it is. And that's the problem. And and unfortunately, you know, uh, what are you gonna do? Right. Nothing can be done about this. No, nothing. The can government be. can't interfere with this. The way they could do it is maybe the players, which is the majority of the black, boycott. The fans stop that. going to the games. The networks stop playing the games, or threaten to stop playing the games. That's not gonna happen because they're losing billions of dollars. Yeah. So that. until that changes. This is a mute point. A moot point. I'm sorry. All right. <clears throat> Thanks, Ken, for uh, yeah, Olympus. Yeah, he asked that question. Appreciate it. Olympus Mons. So you did ask this question, and I let them speak on it, and I am going to ask Mr. Frank over there to let me speak Mr. without uh, without uh, interrupting names. Uh, we don't need to drop last names like that, man. <laughs> it's unnecessary. Um, not you, but, but anyway, um, so the Brian Flores thing, so let's really look at what happened. He went out, he interviewed for a job, um, on his way home, he receives a text message from the great Bill Belichick congratulating him on getting the job, but... The thing is, Bill Belichick mistakenly sent it to him 
when he was supposed to send it to Brian DeBow, the guy that we were supposed to be getting here in Chicago, that I was hoping that we'd get here in Chicago. So, what happened from there is Flores is upset by the fact that he was interviewed for a position, uh, and they already knew who they wanted to hire. Okay? So, let's take race out of it real quick, and let's take a look at real life that we all explore every day. If you're over 25, hell, I'll call it over 21, you've probably had a, a time in your life where there was a job that was open in the company that you work at, and you know that the the bosses or the managers good with you know someone else, they probably offered that person a position. But as a formality, you have to hold interviews for everybody else to hear what they have to bring to the table. That's what this is. It's an interview to see what you have to bring. Do I like what you have? Do I like what you have to bring to the table? Do I like your scheme? If I don't like it, well, I guess I'm still sticking, sticking with my number, with my first pick, which is exactly what the Giants did. It had nothing to do, in my opinion, with race because they knew who they wanted and they got it. So, for instance, I have Bill Belichick to choose. Let's say if he was open. Bill Belichick, experienced Super Bowl winning champ uh, coach, and let's say, oh, Eberflus on the other end. And let's say Eberflus was, you know, black. Now, am I going to pick, am I going to say that, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to pick uh, Bill Belichick because he's experienced, he has it, he has what you need to win. Why would, I, why would you pick a sub-500 coach that proved that he's a sub 500 coach to coach your team again to replace him with another 500 coach. It makes no sense. You're trying to get better, and this is what the Giants did. Uh, I don't see this lawsuit going anywhere. You're suing because you didn't get a job that someone else got that was already predetermined that that other person was going to get that job. Uh, but I'm leaving that alone for Brian Flores. Well, what I will say is this. I did a lot of research on it the past, the past few days because I did want to talk about this. And we're talking about 70% of the league's players are black. Uh, but right now, the NFL currently has one black head coach. Pittsburgh? Yes. Yep. Well, why do you think he's kept his job so long? Because Pittsburgh does not fire their coaches. But why has he kept his job so long? Because he's good. And they keep making the playoffs. Somehow, no matter if they got a broke down Ben Roethlisberger or they have a backup quarterback, somehow he still coaches them. He's not a 500 coach. Uh, he earned his job and he kept it. So I He's feel as if coach. I feel as if that this is basically crying wolf and it's gonna discredit any future time that a a a a, a coach is discriminated against. They can't cry wolf. They can't say this because this guy is going to prove to be like, well, you know what? We're just pulling the race card. We're just pulling the black card, you know, for it. There, There is a discrepancy in the league, and I do hope that they do work on that on getting uh, uh, black head coaches. But, I mean, if you're just going to bring me a 500 team, I wouldn't hire you either, and I'm black. So that's what I have to say about that. Gotcha. Just to kind of add to that, I mean – in defense of Mr. Flores, he was with Miami, and he had winning seasons, really? back-to-back years with below and subpar talent on that team. So, I mean, that's it. But I hear what you're saying, and you know, you have your opinion it's just as much as we do. So. Well, I mean, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. On a, on a certain I'm, point, because you know yeah, the I Bears had Lovey Smith for nine years. Yeah. Definitely. And there were several of those years he had losing seasons, mm-hmm. and he got a lot of you know he, you know they gave the Bears a lot of crap because they fired him his last year he was here he had a winning record ten and six and at that point I defended the firing of Lovey Smith because I'm like yeah he had a ten and six record but he didn't make the playoffs and you need to make the playoffs yep. you need you you went to the Super Bowl you won several division titles you went to two championship NFC championship games but you were coming up consecutive losing seasons. And then you come uh, executive uh, non-playoff seasons, you know, 
And the bottom line is, with that, in that case, was you couldn't beat Green Bay and you couldn't win the division. Yeah, it was time so, for a change, though. At that time. But we're different. talking about coaches, you give them one year, two years, and they fire them. Black co- My thing is, black head coaches get a, they get a, a, a shorter rope, a shorter leash than white I coaches. I agree. And that's the problem. You're right. That's the that's the. And then one, one black coach out of 32, out of 32. Are there any Hispanic head coaches? Are there any yeah. Asian head coaches? Yeah. Okay, Washington. okay, uh, yeah. Okay, so you have Ron Rivera. Yeah. Ron Rivera and Mike Tomlin. That's two out of 32. I know. There the is league is 70%, we say 75% like 70%. That? 70% black or minority. It doesn't, it doesn't show in the coaches and the coaching staff and the general managers and definitely not the ownership. Mm-hmm. I mean, you compare it to the NBA... I mean, NBA is a lot more diverse than the NFL. Yeah. You know, so it, it they have a long the depth. The NFL has a problem, and no matter what we say or what I don't understand what you understand what you're saying, Mike, mm-hmm. but the NFL has a serious problem. And unfortunately to me, this is just gonna be swept under the rug in a couple of weeks. And come regular season, come September when the season starts again, no one's even gonna be talking about. It. I mean, if you really look at it. Um what happened in um, what you call it in Detroit when they had the black head coach there, and he he took the what the Lions to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Has he been head coach since? Mm-mm. Look at this. Um, Come on. So Solomon Wilcots, I guess he's a reporter. I haven't heard of him. I don't remember him. He um, uh, on Tuesday the 49ers fired assistant head coach and tight ends coach John Emery, who developed the fifth round pick uh, Kittle. George Kittle. Uh, for, and being asked to take a 60 percent pay cut. Because they lost in the playoffs. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, you're blaming this guy? What about the head coach? Yeah, you know? I don't know, man. I mean, he, it's, it's... He can come to the Bears. He can come to the Bears and help our tight ends. As, as long as he wants. He can come. I mean, the Bears... Hey, I, for one, is shocked as hell that the Bears actually hired a black GM. I mean, anyone is really surprised because they never hired a black GM in their under. Yeah. 100 years they've been in the league. Over 100 years mm-hmm. now. And it's their first GM, black GM. But that's why George McCaskey, he was trying to change a lot of stuff in the upper management part. He had a couple black um, managers that kind of helped with diversity and things of that nature. So He should follow the lead of Jerry Reinsdorf with the Bulls and the Sox. Maybe he is. Really you know, they hire black GMs and black people uh, handling the team. You know, something else Something else that I was also looking at, what was that there, Mike? part of the 70% of the leagues, uh, you know, being black, they shows one black coach, four black offensive coordinators, wow. 11 black defensive coordinators, okay. and three black quarterback coaches. Wow. Now remember, so, these are 32 of these positions each. Are 32 of these positions? Yeah. So yeah. So the 11 one is not too bad. We definitely need to do better. But we definitely need to do better. You know. So. Uh, 70% black, and and about 90 98% white when it comes to management. But the good thing is. And coaching. They're, they're what about women in there too? You know who so. David Cully is? Yeah, I heard him. David Cully, head coach of the Houston Texans. Okay. For one year. They fired him. It was one year. Uh, no Deshaun Jackson because of his, mm-hmm. you know. Not Deshaun Jackson, you mean Watson. Yes, I'm sorry. Yeah. Good catch, Frank. Uh, yeah, Deshaun Watson with his with his uh, sex massages and stuff like that, you know. Glad the Bears didn't pull that trigger. What trigger? Deshaun Watson? Yeah, I'm was, uh, they yeah. Were, they were, they were, it was last problem. season that they were trying to yeah, get really So, so, so basically, it's saying that there's only one uh, candidacy open right now, and that is David Cully, which is the only black uh, head coach that is currently looking for a, a head coaching position. Um, we got to look at that, too. How many, how many of the coaches that are actually applying for the position are black, that are confident and say, hey, you know what, I think I have a good shot. To, to, to take this position. I feel like we probably don't have a lot of representation that's trying to become uh, head coaches based on the fact that they feel like they're not going to get that fair shake. Um, so I just feel like we need to we need, we need to apply more, apply ourselves a little bit more. And Wait, What about um, 
I'm surprised I'd hear this name, uh, Leftwich with the with oh, Byron Leftwich, Bay. yeah. How come he How come he wouldn't get hired? I mean, his name was floating around. He'll be a head coach. Mm. I heard there's one position I haven't heard not, his name about any going to any team. That's was true. he even interviewed? Yeah, the team that he was drafted. He chose to back out of. Yep. But Some other stuff was going on there. We hit our 20 minute mark uh, for that. If you guys have any comments, any thoughts or anything like that about what we just talked about, feel free to shoot. Yeah. You know, any messages. We have no problems answering it, and we'll even cover it and shout you out on our next show. Yeah. Um, so let's move on to our next topic. All right, moving what, on. What, what, what are we talking about next? We want to go to the NBA. Okay, so well, if we're going to go to the NBA, we're talking about the Chicago Bulls. Okay, so what do you guys think um, about last night? Great win. Mm-hmm. Consistent inconsistencies, you know, and I guess that's expected with these injuries. I mean, again, I think we did this last week. Okay, so they, they won yesterday and beat uh, India, uh, the Colts. I mean, Colts, my goodness, the Pacers. Being about football. But then they just laid an egg against the, the, the Raptors. I mean... Come on. I don't think it was late in there. It was just a bad turnover. We went into overtime in exactly. that game. That was, wasn't a late I, I, actually, Okay, I guess that's the wrong thing. Yeah. These teams, words there, they have to beat these, these. I hate to say it, you can say what you want about the Bottom player. barrel teams. These are bottom feeding teams. Yeah. And if you're going to solidify your position in the East and stay afloat while, you're injured, while your defensive players are hurt and recovering, you've got to win these games. Agreed. And, and the problem is, is... How many times do you see play like yesterday's game? Oh my God! It's like how many easy inside layups and dunks were the Bulls just giving away? They, the problem is they're inside. They're, they're giving up way too many points inside the paint, and they are giving away too many threes. They don't defend the three. What the hell is going on with that? That irks when I'm watching these games. Like God, you let these guys keep shooting these threes. Defend the freaking three-point line. They don't know how to fight through screens, man. And they don't know how to defend against a three-point well, line. The thing about it is they get—I mean—they get tired. The defense lacks because of the, the energy level. It, you know, you got to understand the Bulls are going very much deep in their bench because they're not supposed to go this deep. Io wasn't supposed to be playing like this at the start of the season. Yeah, for a rookie. Okay, so you got to understand that. <laughs> but for right now, he—he he is benefiting from getting these minutes as much as he's getting right now, and so the, the other rookies on the Chicago Bulls. So. It's fine. You, you're going to have this. It's a long season. Don't even trip about it. Because I don't think none of these teams can hold up against the Bulls in the playoffs. So I'm not worried about it at all. Who cares? I, just, I mean, the Bulls are in a great position. They're still, in, they're still in first. Uh, but, I mean, what do you think, Mike? I mean, they have no inside presence uh, defensively, and they give up too many threes. Right. You're not thinking? Cleveland. We'll get to Cleveland in a minute. We'll get to Cleveland their props in, uh, in a minute. But back to the Bulls, though. So, I'm happy to see they're, they're using Vucevic a whole lot more. Yeah, you one know. great game yesterday, too. He's been on a nice tear. I mean, he's been putting up 20-plus points, double-doubles for, like, the past, like, nine games. He's been doing the thing. And they've been feeding him on the inside, like I've been asking since the beginning of the season. It's like, feed the man. He, he's not just a seven-footer that can shoot threes. The man has a good post-up. He has good footwork. As you can see, he has a little spin move that he can put on you and just lay it up real quick, nonchalant, and walk away. So, you know, I think it's real good that um, he's been showing up. He's been doing what he's supposed to be doing because that's our big three. Uh, DeRozan, Levine, and, of course, Vucevic. Um, now, that game against Toronto... It was very winnable. We could have won that game. We, we missed a, a, a last-second shot that could have gone in and uh, would have sealed, sealed the game there. We ended up losing by seven points uh, that game. Now, Toronto does match up with us every time they play us. They match up pretty well for a, you know, for a lower team. Where are, they, where are they rated at? Is that nine? No, they're in seventh. Oh, yeah, they're in seventh. So 28 and 23. Wow, do you believe that they're only a half a game behind Brooklyn? What is going on with Brooklyn? Uh, they're of, in sixth place. Yeah, well, they're hurt. They're 2-8 in their Durant last 10 games. Out. Kyrie can't play all the time. Kyrie's out half the games. Yeah. You know, Harden is is, is being is talk, is being talked about. Well, he's, he's being talked about being traded. Uh, 
and a lot of times I feel like there's a lot of truth to, to rumors that you hear. It doesn't just pop up out of nowhere. Some, something must have had them been said. And I have a feeling that we won't see Harden on the, on the Brooklyn next, next year because he, he's been saying, I've watched his games. I've watched these games. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the games, the same consistent that he's been having, he's been saying is, I'm frustrated with losing. I'm frustrated. I heard this well, like he's four probably nights frustrated in a row. Kyrie Irving who can only play road games. I mean, if they're going to be frustrated, be frustrated at him. I'm like, take the freaking vaccine and get out here and help your team win. I mean, you want to win a championship. You brought us in here to win a championship. And you are being selfish and you can't even play all of our games because you're too selfish to, to get vaccinated because of your pride. Screw your pride. Take the goddamn vaccine and get on the court and help your team win. So, I mean, that's just my opinion of it. And, and look at these... I'm trying to be nice, people. So sorry. All right, go ahead. Go these ahead. uh, these so-called experts, like right here, you're on this Yahoo page. Look at look at the vague, look at their odds here. Their experts have Brooklyn, the favorite, coming out, uh, plus three twenty-five. There, mm-hmm. they got them coming out of the East. Basically, we're talking a team that's only six games over five hundred. We're more than halfway through the season, and they got these guys in six. Damn, they're about to. And only a, a few games out of being in the, they're only a half a game out of being out of the, uh, out of the regular playoffs into the into the uh, play-in tournament. That's because of Kevin. You know, yeah. so but really even with him, I mean the problem is is they're still a handicapped team, even when he comes back, because they got to limit his minutes so he doesn't get hurt. You know, Irving only plays the road games. Set up for collapse, and you are right. Harden probably would want to get out. Like, I didn't sign up for this. I expected this is third year there. Yeah. And they, they were already expected to win at least two championships. Yeah, his window's closing, in my opinion. I mean, he's not old, old, but he's, he's, getting, one of those he's, players, he's getting there. Yeah, he's got to be one of those players, like I hate to say, like a Chris Paul, who I feel they're never going to win a championship. Carmelo Anthony, they're never going to win a championship. I think Chris Paul is in his best opportunity. He, right had his now. Best, he had his best opportunity last year. I know they have the best record in the league, but I hate to say it, I think their window is I don't understand that. I don't understand how you can possibly say that. Look, 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 let's look at the West Coast. 41-10, and 10, yes. and this has been consistent all year. Exactly. And somehow you don't think that he's going to be successful? But they were, top, they were the top team last year. That was last year. Yeah, so what? This is a new year. You know, it's, it's, um, they're running it back. Unfortunately, that window, in my opinion, passed because you let Golden State get healthy. And when they get healthy with their players, they are the best team in the league. And they are probably, you know, hopefully not, you know, if they play my Bulls, I hope the Bulls beat them. But I, I got them coming out the West, and I got them winning it all. Wow. If, if both teams are ultimately 100% Golden State healthy, will beat, they will beat Golden Phoenix. State will beat the Bulls, but the Bulls won't give them a good No, I'm saying no, no. Well, let's talk about the West. Golden State was coming out the West. Memphis is definitely an up-and-coming team, but they're too young. It's not their time yet. They're not ready yet. Ja Morant is a hell of a player. And, they need a second and they score. Need, and, and, and he should be... I don't, How come he's not getting more praise? I mean, he's, he's playing like an MVP to me. Yeah, he is. He should be, he should be in the top... where he's playing, that's why. He should be... If he was in New York, it'd be a total different story. I agree. He should be in consideration, I mean, serious consideration of being the MVP of the league because he's playing like one. I mean, no one's stopping this guy. And he's young. I mean, he's playing like this. I mean, God. Yeah. The guy's got... Look at that! Look at that! Look how the, look how they're doing. I mean, they're already thirty six and eighteen. No yep. one expecting them to be where they are. Is number nope. three in the West. Nope. They've won more games than the Bulls. Yes, and I believe that they are they are they are for real. But I just think it's they're about a year or two too soon. But I do believe they're going to get up there, and they may be given the Golden State fits, which could be they could probably may possibly overturn overthrown Golden State. In my opinion, wow. as uh, so you have them doing that over the Suns. We'll see because the playoffs to me, the Suns, they're not going back to the finals. No. Wow. This is episode what? <laughs> We're gonna come back to episode eight. Is this episode? Yeah, this is episode eight. Hey, right? I told you already about. I told you the to Rams were gonna make it to the Super Bowl. You didn't believe me there. Well, that's a good. That's a good one. I, mean, I told you that. Yeah, I give you brownie points for that there. And you, you, it's not, it's the eye test, and, and it's what they've done. Phoenix had their best, best chance was last year. Where they should have beat Milwaukee, 
and won the finals. They had a 2-0 lead on Milwaukee. They should have beat them. I thought they would beat them. They had no one to stop Greek. And they sat there and let them come back, and, 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 and they, they lost it. The Greek freak. So, the, so to me, that was their opportunity. And Chris Paul is up in age. I mean, how many more years do you think he has? He doesn't have that much left, that much time left. You know, and um, Devin Booker, consistently inconsistent when he came into the finals. Wow. So, okay, um, I'm going to add to that. Sorry about that, Book, man. Just I'm going to add to that. Now, Booker, you, Booker's a hell of a player. He is, but not in the playoffs he was. The only thing that happened finals. last year is his size. He's he's light. He's a he's 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 thin. He's light. He doesn't have all that 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 body. And I noticed last year that's what was happening. They were bodying this man, and he was getting tired. Like he was getting tired of getting bodied, and that's basically what happened to him. Hell, people were literally running into him, and he was losing the ball. You know, they're just putting body on him. So hopefully he worked on that this year, or else he's gonna be seeing a lot more body in the playoffs. And if he can't sustain that, he will be making it to the finals. And I'm hoping that I do see Chris Paul get some sort of a championship because, man, this guy's been playing for a long time. He's put up MVP-type numbers quite a few times. He, he deserves a ring. What about um, your Lakers? 25 and 28. <laughs> they are right now ninth in the West. Spend too much time trying to be healthy. So, they've been hurt longer. This is another team that is seems to be hurt a lot, Uh, and it seems like. What'd you call AD? Was he closed? Street clothes. Street clothes. Street clothes. Street clothes. I'm gonna call it right now. Episode eight. I'm gonna call it. So LeBron is sitting out because he has fluid buildup in his knees. You have to let him rest. He He needs to rest, man. This guy's been putting up thirty points a game. And that's the thing. They want to say like he's putting up thirty something a game, but again. This is where you cannot, at 38, 37, 38, keep constantly putting those numbers. You remember what happened with Kobe when he was that age? Yep. He was tearing his Achilles and all the types of injuries. So what they're doing is, LeBron is a smart man. I don't like him on the court, but he's a smart man. He's not going to sit there. What, what did you just say? I said he's a smart man. No one denies that. I never said he was stupid. Yeah, okay, he's a very intelligent, smart man. Okay. I just don't like him as an NBA player, but as a man off the court, I think he is a hell of a man. I think he does a lot of stuff off the court. I just don't like him as a player. But he is very smart at this point. He's probably telling him, like, look here, I'm not about to sit here and tear my body up and tear my knee, possibly tear my knees up. You know, uh, I'm resting. And I'm going to sit my butt out and rest several games until my knee gets better, drain whatever fluid or issues are going on, because I need to be ready for the playoffs. Now, the problem is, is that they are sinking and sinking further below where if they continue to go on this play, four and six, he's losing games. Well, how far are they behind? They're lucky they got some breathing room. They still have their own, they're still like four games. They're like four games ahead, in, of, uh, Portland. ahead of Portland. Yeah. For that final spot, but that's still a play-in game. That only gives, that only guarantees you what. One still game? early in the season, so we still got LeBron that needs to come back. But here's what my call out. I'm gonna call out LeBron's gonna come back. He's gonna play about two, three games with Anthony Davis mm-hmm. before having to take over. Someone's gonna bump into Davis and <laughs> his <clears throat> cartilage is gonna be dislocated or some some crazy injury where he's gonna need to sit another 10, 12 games. Don't get me wrong. I, 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 I love me some LeBron. I know Frank hates him on the court. He has a little nickname for him that you know I don't really care for saying is it's very disrespectful. But uh, to me, he is, he is, he's, he's, he's one of the goats. Like if he's not in the top three in the goat talk, then I, I don't know what we're talking about. Same. But uh, the problem is they're not staying healthy together long enough. Anthony Davis, LeBron James, and, and Russell Westbrook are out there playing. And tip the hat to Russell Westbrook for actually starting every single game this season. He's a turnover machine. He is, but he's out there playing. That's a liability. He's not complaining about his ankles hurt or his knees hurt or his, his thigh hurts or he has a contusion in his hamstring. None of that stuff. Brody's out there balling. Brody's yeah. a liability. Sorry. Brody needs to work a little bit on his jumper. Because he used to have a good jumper. Right now, some of those bricks I've been seeing on YouTube that he's laid. I don't some know if you ever watched that. Yeah, him getting stripped and that's a problem. And, and I know you're gonna work points. on that. You averaged a three. You you, you averaged a, a, a triple double two two seasons in a row. I mean, 
I can't take that away from you. That is mad talent. And uh, I hope it just, you know, turns around for you again. All right. Uh, now, speaking about L.A., what's up? The Clippers. Yeah. Did we hear about the Clippers trade? Because they just got to upgrade. And I know Frank, you know, hates all these, you know, L.A. teams that are like stacking up on their talent so they can compete. But yet I don't hear anything about it. I heard that uh, there was a five a five player trade, mm-hmm. and you know the Clippers got you know uh, uh, Powell and Robert Covington. Okay. You know, for scrub players that weren't doing anything on their team, so they are building. They're getting role players. Is role players. And their main so, players hurt. But so. bottom line is their top two players are not playing right they, now. They hurt. Kawhi Leonard's not playing for the season, so the season's already lost. Even when Paul George comes back, it's not going to make a difference. Have you been watching any of these Clippers games? They're 27-27. to 27. They're a 500 team. Have you been seeing Reggie Jackson, what Jackson, Reggie Jackson's been doing? Um, well, I look at the long term. It doesn't really matter what they're doing right now. What are they going to do in April in a seven-game series? Right now, they're, uh, they're, they're in the play-in series. They're in the play-in. means that they would either play Dallas or Denver in the playoffs. Maybe. If they even get in, get, if they if they survive the play-in tournament, okay. So, I'm sorry, I just don't. Uh, unless Kawhi comes back, which is not happening this season. No. If that's not happening, their season's done. Let's be honest. He is the franchise, and if he doesn't play, they don't go anywhere. Paul George, as you saw in the playoffs last year, he can't do anything when. When he doesn't have Kawhi Leonard there, you know he was sustaining. What are you talking about? This guy was winning games. How do you they think weren't they... winning games. That's the thing. They weren't winning games. They, they were. were. They were struggling. They the didn't do anything in the playoffs. When Kawhi Leonard got hurt, that was it. Okay. They have to have him. This guy is a two-time NBA champion. He's been to many NBA finals. He's proven. Paul George has never even been to the finals, so he doesn't have no championships. You're relying on him. He's a 10, 12-year veteran, he hasn't made it to the finals yet. So I'm sorry. He's inconsistent too. Uh, you know, and I've been saying they should trade him. Again? To who? Get rid of him and get someone else. But what I'm saying is the Clippers are done. If Kawhi Leonard doesn't come back, they're done. Kawhi Leonard should just think about leaving at this point, probably leave that team. That's, just a, that's another no, that's, that's another. Let's, let's be honest. No, I thought that they were going to win the championship the last two years, and they've really disappointed me. So, in my opinion, I, that comes down to they're just a doomed franchise, like the Cleveland Browns, like the Detroit Lions, like the, like the Cleveland, what are they called now? The former Indians, what are they called now? They changed their name. Oh, they changed the baseball team? Yeah, they changed their name. And so did the Washington Redskins, they're now the, command, the, yeah, the, the command, Commanders. Yeah, the Commanders. <laughs> Is that for real? Yeah. yeah, they just changed their name the other day. And, 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 the Commanders? Uh, what, what's what's yeah. the Cleveland Indians? The, 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 the Renegades, I think they're called. What? Like that. The Cleveland Renegades, I, I, I think. I haven't heard anything like that. They yet. changed it about a month or so ago. They changed their name. Okay. Uh, so they're no longer the Indians. They're no longer the Indians. That sucks, man. They're, they're another team now. But what I'm saying is, still, it doesn't matter if they change their name. It's still a doomed franchise. So what I mean by doomed is they'll never win nothing. Let's be honest. But I understand what it is. You know, but that's just the bottom line. You know, or, you know, as Ralph here would say many times off camera here, when it comes to the NFL and the NBA, he feels they should get rid of some teams, period, and contract, and contract some of these teams in the league. I believe so. Because you just I just don't think they should be in certain around. cities. Uh, like, like Oklahoma City shouldn't have Seattle, shouldn't have uh, the Thunder, they should go back to Seattle as a sign. Agreed. Um, I don't think Jacksonville Jaguars should be in Jacksonville. They should no. move that team like St. Louis. Or to uh, um, another team, another city. But okay. I mean, Jacksonville should not even have a team. Period. Um, what else? Um, you know, just stuff like that. Teams like that are never gonna win it up. Nothing. So go back so. to Oakland or something like that, man. Brady no, Oakland doesn't need a team. You already have. You already have. They're right next to San Francisco. There's your NFL team. No, man. You need Oakland. You know. I mean, I'm just saying. Now. Um, it's not right. Speaking of any other comments about the uh, NBA or Bulls or Lakers or anything else NBA? Oh, I'm sorry. One thing. What you guys think about um, Io Desumo made the um, the uh, rookie um, the rookie game as he should. Yeah, he as should. he should. Look he at those should. numbers. Yeah. Go ahead. 
He's real good, man. Uh, Io's been really consistent this whole entire year. I agree. Um, and that is he's taking great the benefit. Up. Yeah, he's taking the benefit of the injuries, COVID, all that stuff. So hats off to him, man. He's he's uh, knocking it down, especially after last night. He actually won the game. Yeah, he 14, made up for that turnover. Fourteen assists. You see what he did? Yes, last I did. Yes, night? It's I like did. Yeah, like the game we did that dunk. You know, well, the, dag- the dagger. I wish you could do that to like me. Like why I used to do it to this boy. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> you know, the dagger. Be on your back. You know, <laughs> go on your back over your head. <laughs> fly over. But um, the dagger dunk that was nasty. Yeah. But I believe Io was a good. Uh, that was a, that was good. He deserved to get in. And then we had a second Bulls uh, player make the All Star game as a. Exact. Exact. That's right. Or as I call him, Jr. Fella, uh, folks. Who's Jr. In case you don't know, I'll Who's say this JR? again. Jr. Is means Jimmy's replacement. When the Bulls traded away Jimmy Butler to Minnesota, they got Jr. And you guys call him? What's his name? His real name? Yeah, yes. What is Zach Levine? There you go. What is his real when name? When he, and I'll make this clear. That is so disrespectful. When, hey, he's a good player. I'm not gonna lie. He's, but in so order for me, he's better than Jimmy. Hey, look. He's more dynamic I will start than calling. Jimmy. I will start calling him his name. He hits bigger the, shots than Jimmy. Look at this. Well, I will. I will. I will respect him, and I will start calling him his name when the Bulls make the playoffs and win a playoff series. And I will shut up, and I will start calling him his name. That until then, until then, is Derrick Rose was was doing nothing. Jimmy Butler has been the head of that team. When 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 Jim, when uh, uh, Derrick Rose tore his ACL that first time, that's when it became Jimmy Butler's yeah, team. Yeah, basically this is okay. the Sumnu taking advantage of injuries. Yeah. So Jimmy Butler took advantage of that. Either way, it's been so long since Butler's been gone. I don't even remember what he looked like in a Bulls uniform. Yeah, You're just hating on Butler because I don't, don't even like remember him. what this man looks like. He's left and gone to so many other teams, he and he didn't bring them anything but drama. Did he, he didn't bring drama did he here. Bring, no, he bring, didn't. Did he, he was consistent ring? here. He played good defense, offensive. He was the best player the Bulls had. He, he didn't bring a ring. ring. Nope. He didn't bring none of that. They oh, didn't give him see. time. Let me see. Let me send you over to Minnesota. Go to Minnesota. Nothing. He's a good player. He should have bring Nothing but fight. drama. Oh, I want out because I'm not happy. Because I'm Jimmy Butler. Cause Maybe I'm, it was Tim who was running to the ground. the best player on the team, so he's gone. This is let me see here. Let me go to let's not let's not let's let me not go to forget. Philadelphia, which is already a stacked ass stacked team as it and that's was. What ben Simmons was Joel playing, right? Embiid, Ben Simmons was still balling. He he didn't have the anxiety issue he has now that he can't play in front of people because he might get booed. <laughs> uh, was your boy Jimmy you know, they were balling, and somehow somehow they lost in the playoffs again because Miami's in second by Jimmy. the way in the East. Yeah, because of Tyler Harrow. Jimmy Butler's probably sat like 22 games this season already, probably more. Tyler Hero's been holding it down, so hats off to Tyler Hero, the next star of that team. Because it looks like to me, Butler's always going to be hurt for the next up and coming years. He's worn out. Isn't he dating an ESPN uh, reporter? Who? Knows? Jimmy Butler. Yeah, I think he is. I saw some report like that. He met her in a bubble or something. Are they like still that. talking about Ben Simmons? I mean, he has well, If he actually, let me ask you something. If he does come in and gets traded to another team. At this point, half the season is over. More than half the season is over. Mm-hmm. This guy, no training camp, no nothing. Do you really want him on your team? What's he going to help you do with your team right now? Look, man. How? No. He hasn't played at all this he season. Plays good defense. Can he do that now? He hasn't played all year. Basically, he's doing everything that uh, Iowa is doing, but besides shooting. I'm talking about if you bring problem. him to a team right now, what's he going to be able to help a team with? He hasn't played all season, no like training camp. Right. I mean, Rebounds, he hasn't played since June. Well, not June. When's the last time he played? April? Look, May? Man. April or May is so the last time he played? You think he's just sitting at home on his couch? I mean, what else is he going to do? I'm sure he can play. I'm sure he's playing, but I'm going to tell you this, though. What is that? I'm going to tell you that uh, right now, mm-hmm. mentally, yeah. he's not ready to play. I don't think because, so. Either. Because anywhere he's going to go to, he might... You know, he doesn't want to play in Philadelphia because he thinks they're going to be talking, you know, trash to him or they're going to be booing him or whatever. But guess what? You get on another team, you're going to have to go to Philly. What, are you going to miss all Philly games because they're going to boo you? He's not getting paid. You're going to go somewhere else. Other fans are going to boo you. You're going to be getting the business. So I'm sorry. I understand there might be, like, you know, uh, mental issues and mental awareness issues or whatnot. But, look, I'm old school. I'm 40-plus. And watching... Watching basketball from when I was 10 years old till now, 
I mean, we saw a lot of people go under a lot of scrutiny. Like, you get scrutinized because you're a star. This guy was a star. You know, you're going to get that scrutiny. It's just a matter of handling it. And I get it. Not everyone has a mental capacity to, 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 to handle adversity like that. And I think this is where this man is at. But telling me that he's ever going to come back and be a successful NBA player ever again, I'm going to say no. Because that mental block is there. And people are going to boo him. And they're going to keep criticizing him. He's not going to be able to handle it. See you back in Australia. Sorry, Ben. And let's be honest. I mean... Honestly, I never saw him as a good player anyway. I, I, I saw him as I saw him as an average below average player. He was an average maybe a little bit above average defender. He couldn't shoot. He can't make free throws. <laughs> what are you what, what are you good for? Uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm not lying. Look, he can't make free throws at all. But Shaq is a center and he's a big guy down the middle. That's different. He is what was Ben Simmons a power forward? Yeah. Horrible free throw shooter. He's a, point, he's a horrible shooter. He's a point guard. guard. He's a point guard. He's not a power forward. Guard, whatever he is. Okay. A point guard. You should be consistently making. You should be an 85% free throw shooter. You should also be somewhat decent shooter from anywhere on the floor. Mid range, three point. I agree. This guy's horrible. He's okay. Mid-range. He is not. No, he is horrible shooting. Period. He's okay. All he can do. Is maybe rebound sometimes and, and dunk and dunk dunk and play above average a little bit Ralph, above average defense. Ralph. He's overrated. It's no, true. it's not. True. I used to stick up for my this man. man. My go man, ahead. I'm not trying to stick up for. No, him, go ahead. I'm trying to tell you right now. He can play big, can rebound. He can give you assist, and he can play defense. And then when it comes down and to stretch can, to make free throws, good, he, he misses give, them. He can give you a good mid range. He gets shook and he, can't, and, and, and loses his confidence and he's finished. Listen, no. That's this, what it this, is. That's, that's what not even the case. I just believe. That is the case. I believe he thought he was making a play last season. It, it turned out to be the wrong play to make. J.R. Smith is a better player than him. And I don't really care for J.R. Smith when he was playing. Instead of just going straight up at the cup, trying to get either a foul or the two himself, he tried to pass it out. That was his problem. He didn't have confidence in his shot at that time. That he just a, wanted to give it to he someone thought, else. Because he thought he didn't have enough room. Because where he was at, he was like right underneath the basket. Instead of just trying to go up with the layup, he saw my man there. He's open. I'm going to dish it to him. How about, make, wrong, free, how about make free throws? How about make free throws? How about make free throws? Remember, he, he, had, he had jagged like two, three other shots before that. And that's why he was under that pressure. He's like, man, I'm going to pass this ball. Right. And so that it happens. It and the free throws. He missed like six free throws in a row. But oh what my about, God. But oh what about yeah, free throws. You what can't make free throws down the stretch. It happens. So <laughs> I would not be – if I'm an owner, if I'm a scout, that's not who I'm going to go for because I'm going to need someone that's going to be able to close out games at the end of the game and not fold – and miss free I don't know why Philly just doesn't buy his contract out and just get him out, get him off the team. Because he's worth too much. It's a lot of money. He can buy man. him out. That's a lot of no money. One's gonna, no one's going to take him. Little Someone by little. took him already. No one wants him. So they Philly, don't want should the cut, contract. Philly should cut its ties, buy him out, get him off your team, and let someone else pick him up. They just don't want the contract, man. That's all it is. They don't have to. That's why you buy him out. That's why you buy him but out. But anyway, You're not I'm going to finish with, with my Dasumnu. <laughs> You know, great player for a rookie to be to be dishing out 12 to 14 assists on a nightly basis since he's been uh, having control of the of the, of the point guard position. Um, he's to be a little bit more aggressive. I don't, you know, I don't mind because a point guard that's what the point guard's supposed to do. The point guard's supposed to be the point guard. You're supposed to distribute the ball. You're supposed to guard the ball, hold on to it, make sure we don't make mistakes, uh, get some shots, you know, when when you can. Uh, He's just, you know, I think he has the firepower, and it looks like uh, DeRozan's been working with him on his uh, on his mid range because his mid range has been killer lately, um, and we weren't seeing that before. So he is growing up and developing right in front of us, yeah. and he's quickly becoming one of my favorite Bulls players uh, on the team. I mean, it's almost like he makes no mistakes, and I love his passes. I mean, those bounce passes, those bounce passes are quick, clever. And on point. I feel sorry for the Bulls. That just means they're gonna be spending a lot more money for that young man. Not for no, not for a while. He's on a rookie contract. Yep. So it's what be a another while. two, three years? Don't, of don't matter. So don't matter. I'm he's good with that. But if he keeps playing like this in another year or two, he wants a. Oh yeah. Up. That's fine. That's that's fine. That's what he should earn for. That's what he should get. If he if he earns it, give it to him. Uh, but I know we're running out of time here, so just just a touch up, just briefly. Uh huh. 
what do you guys think of um, the Bears uh, picking up? They, they look like they're solidifying their coaching staff. Of course, we got the GM um, um, and Ryan Poles. We got the head coach and uh, Matt Eberflus. Uh, 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 yeah, and now we got our, uh, G, our uh, OCs in D.C. Now we got uh, the Alvin Williams, who's now the D.C. Uh, for the Bears from Indianapolis. So it looks like Eberflus is getting his uh, staff from some of his staff from Indianapolis coming into the Bears. And on offense, of course, we talked about this last episode. Uh, we got the uh, was it the quarterbacks coach for uh, Green Bay to run the offensive uh, offensive plays for the Bears um, there and and and, and uh, that's your second uh, favorite team and then of course which team okay. come on and then um, also the little uh, uh, what the coach said the new coach for the Bears saying that he's going to build the offense around Justin Fields as it's supposed to be. I know, Mike, you don't like Justin Fields, but the bottom line is he is our franchise quarterback. That's what we drafted him and gave up all the draft picks for to get this man. You know, we had a rough, rocky rookie season, which is good because he needs that under his belt. But now you're going to have, let's see what happens. Now he's going to have a new head coach, new offensive uh, 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 offensive coordinator with a new system. He's supposed to be playing to his, to his uh, uh, skills, his skill set now. So now we're going to see what's going to happen now. Uh, now we just got a matter of what kind of moves, um, personnel moves and player moves that the Bears are going to make. Considering the fact they don't have a first-round pick, so they're going to have to go in the – you have to open up that checkbook. I know they don't like to do that, but they're going to have to open up that checkbook and uh, get some key free agents in here and possibly make some trades to get this team competitive next season. What do you guys think about that? Briefly. Well, I think uh, those are all good moves. I think it's nice that uh, at first I didn't like it very much because now we're like the Chicago Colts. Uh, what I do like is the fact that uh, what I do like about that is the fact that you know he's surrounding himself with familiar people that know how he works, knows what he wants, uh, and and what to expect instead of meshing a new head coach and then piecing together 12, 13 other guys around him that he's never worked with and has to work with them, I think this is a good idea that he brought, you know, his uh, his staff, you know, his old staff with him. So that should bring familiarity, you know, to, to, to the coaching position. Um, as far as the defense, man, the defense is I'm, – I'm, I'm, I'm content with all the moves that we made with that. All I care about is our offense. I care about our quarterback. I care about us being able to, you know, score uh, more than 16 points a game because obviously that's not going to cut it. Um, you know, a quarterback that can make some decisions with the ball without fumbling, you know, every single game that he plays or possibly overthrowing every other ball. I mean, we need we need some help. Uh, we need some help with that. So hopefully this new coach is going to change that whole mindset and possibly help our young uh, quarterback develop a little bit more because – Honestly, I didn't see anything that made me excited about him this next year. What's your opinion there, Ralph, about all this? I already told you my opinion. I told you I don't like it because it's the lovely that temper two defense. Well, I'm talking about the offensive coordinator, the defensive coordinator. You don't like the defense man, coordinator? Come on, man. This remain to be seen, dude. How long you been watching the Bears? Well, I mean, what do you think? You don't, So you don't like any of the moves that they made? It's, no, because it's the Bears. It's the Bears, man, you know? It's the Bears. I can't really, I, I can't trust it. That's that's how I feel. It's like you've been burnt. Too many times. Minutes. Exactly. We've been watching and so watching them lose for a long time. So it's time. like, you, it's like you, have to, you have to wait. It's like a wait and see factor. And then see if you see any improvements. Now, the way the offense can get better, I'll tell you this. If you see some improvements when it comes to the quarterback play. Period. I don't care who you get in here. I don't care what receivers. I don't care what offensive line. He has to show some type of improvement. If he can't show any type of improvement, guess what's going to happen? The Bears offense is going to be this way. Well, the coach is going to get fired in two to three years. And we'll be right here talking about the same thing. Well, that's why we got to wait for free agency and see what kind of moves the Bears but make. That's not going to do anything. Of course it will. It, what it is is about... It's you got to improve offense. 
quarterback. I just said. Like it what Mike was saying. Who comes in? Here. Like Mike was saying, we have to work. The problem is, is the Bears never work on their offense, and so we have to get the offense better. They've Offensive line, better receivers. The running game is fine. I, we're good with the running game. Mm-hmm. We gotta get receivers in here. We gotta get a tight end in here. We gotta get an offensive line in here. And for God's sakes, we gotta get someone in here that knows how to run offensive plays. Yep. Not the same old boring uh, offensive plays, predictable offensive plays that every team knows the Bears are gonna run, and they, they take a loss for seven yards or five yards, and they don't score their first touchdown to the third quarter. Yeah. I mean, give me a break. We need to have we need to have 17 points up in the first quarter alone. I don't know about all that. Uh, <laughs> Because we're barely getting 16 per game. Exactly. So that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a big jump. They actually averaged. They actually averaged at the end of the year. They ended up going up from 16 points a game to 18.3, I think, a game. Oh, wowzers. Yeah. Wowzers. Exactly. It <laughs> still, still gave them 27th, in the, I think it's 27th to 28th overall offense in the league. Yeah. So you want to go from 18.3 points a game to 27.3 points a game. That would be a big improvement. I, I agree and with that. And that would give them a better record. Yes. You know, that would go from, where they go, six they win six games this year? Okay, but how is that supposed to happen? Offensive line, receivers that can catch, tight ends that can catch, better better call play, better play calling. That's how that works. I mean, Cincinnati okay. was one of the worst league teams in the league two years ago. They're going to the Super Bowl this year. Why? So it can Why happen. It can Why happen. Why are they going to the Super Bowl? Because they made the necessary improvements to get to the Super Bowl. They Joe made, Burrow. They got Thank a, you. They, they Thank you. The quarterback. Joe Doesn't want to answer Burrow. the question. Joe Cool, baby. Okay. That's why. That's why. You know what? And defense. And the defense. He did not play the best in his playoffs. You know what he did? He made timely throws when he had timely but they had a, But they had a I good. But they had also had a good and defense, guess who it too. was? It was the quarterback. Of course it was the defense. The defense did play good. That helped balance the team. Yeah. But the defense played good throughout the whole year. But, but they yeah. wouldn't make where they got to where they are without. And barrel. where were they two years ago? The line hasn't been playing. Where were they anyway. two years ago? How many times was bottom of the barrel? Exactly. So being bottom of the barrel, back to the top, is not. It, it happens all the time in the NFL. So don't tell me that the Bears cannot go from worst to first in one year because they did it, it a few all times. All depends on the quarterback play, Frank. Okay. Do you want to win the Super Bowl? Or you just want to play a good regular season game. No, I want to win the Super Bowl. I want to get the playoffs Bay. every right. year. That's Green Bay. No, no, I want them. I want them to make the playoffs every year and compete for a Super Bowl every year. Then you need okay? a quarterback. Yes, I believe we have one. We just got to We just got to work. That's with what I'm them. saying. Unless, so, unless you, you want all these things, he has to play better. I don't care what type of offensive line you get in here. I don't care what type of receivers. If he doesn't play well. Doesn't mean anything. Period. Well, that's why we'll see what happens coming off season. By the way, he ain't going nowhere. He's our quarterback. He's a franchise quarterback for the Bears for some time now. At least until the rookie. I love how you just love pointing that out every single time. But guess what? You know what? NFL, not for long. Yeah, it's only he, one good hit away before that, he, that whole dream changes. Not that year, I'm saying that's what I want to see. But we just keep pointing out, oh, this, this is our future and this is our future. It's our future until he gets hurt and then someone else steps up. So, or hopefully, that's not something that happens, you know, because we've seen that happen multiple times in the NFL where Especially we thought there was going to be the future, and then the future gets hurt, and then someone else steps up, and guess what? They turn out to be the future. So, bad uh, coaching, too. We'll last, see. Last year, I we got bad coaching. More we got a minute left with, for our show today. Um, and I think we talked about plenty. I, I really enjoyed our, our Brian Flores uh, talk today. I thought that was great. I liked it. I liked all three of your opinions today. Hopefully, you know, people won't hate mine uh, too much on it because I know we do have some uh, passionate uh, people with about the race thing. And, you know, it is a thing. It's a thing that's, have, that's every day. It's everyday life for you. You got the skin color, you're going to have this, the race thing. You're going you're, you're gonna to notice it at some point in your life. But it doesn't have to be thrown out like, oh, Oh, I didn't get my seat on the on, on the bus today. Race card. Oh, I didn't get you know my stick of gum today. Oh, it's because I'm black. It doesn't need to be that way. Let's let's find a good way to complain and try and sue. Just because you didn't get a job doesn't mean that you need to sue. Uh, and it's a race thing. There is a discrepancy, and I can see how you can easily point that out and say it's because of race. But in your case, Mr. Flores, I don't think that's the case. 
I work for a major telecommunications company, and let me tell you, they've had job positions also that they've offered. I know the managers there at this telecommunications uh, company. They know who they want to hire. They had positions open. I applied for it. Guess what? The people I already knew were going to get that position got the position. I did it. They were there before me. They had... Uh, they had other, you know, they, they had relationships with the, with the upper management and unfortunately I didn't get it, but did I say it was a race thing? No, I'll get another chance and I'll try again. With that being said, I want to thank everybody that watched this today, um, or watches this in the future. Uh, any other questions, any comments, remarks, thoughts of the day, rant, I don't care. Even down below. Send it, send it to us. We're gonna watch it. We're gonna re we're gonna respond, and uh, we're looking forward to it. Also, All right. contact us on Instagram and Facebook. We are on there. Yep. All right. Frank's Thank you again, me. Frank. Of Ralph, Mike signing off. We'll see you guys again. Uh, when are we doing another show? Definitely before the Super Bowl. Okay. All right. I'll Next probably week. have a couple of things up by then. Uh, but either way, we'll we'll be seeing you before the Super Bowl, so we can talk about that. Uh, was the uh, today was the was the uh, promo right? tomorrow? Oh, that's tomorrow. Okay. All right. Well, I'll be watching that anyway. But either way, everyone, have a good one, and uh, see you next time. See ya.